0: good morning hey i'm so glad that it didn't snow so i got a chance to preach today so i'm excited to be here and i'm so happy you uh chose today to be with us and if you are visiting us for the first time i want to welcome you i want to welcome you to new life and i hope that uh this will be not just uh, the first sunday but many other Sundays that you can visit with us But um, and uh, today we are going to kick off our sermon series on uh, First Christmas uh, sermon. It is uh, the arrival of joy. But before we start, let me ask you a few questions. Uh, let me see, can you identify someone who has joy? When you see somebody, can you identify someone who has joy? Or how difficult it is to define joy? if you see somebody with joy, can you just uh, uh, say it with words, what joy is? But, you know, let's ask someone who might know, and it's probably an expert on it. So, Alexa, what is joy? As a noun, joy is usually defined as the emotion of great happiness or, alternatively, Something or someone that provides a source of happiness. As a verb, joy can mean feel happiness or joy. Uh, Okay, you guys got all that. Uh, You know, I think that neither Alexa or Google or the dictionary does justice to the word or what joy is. But you know, joy is something we can easily identify in our own lives. When, we, when something amazing happens and brings us joy. But I think not always it's easy to define it or explain it with words when you get that joy in, in, in your life. And we're going to be talking today about joy. The arrival of joy. The arrival of joy. The joy that only Jesus can bring to us and brought to so many people. Did you know that there are about 570 verses in the Bible that talk about joy or happiness or rejoicing or gladness? And, uh, and several of those verses uh, talk about the joy and the presence of God. Being in the presence of God that brings joy. Several of those uh, Verses in the Bible that speak about joy also uh, talk about joy when somebody is being rescued uh, or, or being provided for. But as I think about joy, I think that there's nothing that compares to the joy of a birth of a of a baby. A new baby coming in to our life to our to to a father and a mother. Or also, the joy that, that comes with seeing someone that has been away for a long time, and then they return. You know, I, I like to see, watch those videos on YouTube, you know, and, uh, and of, of soldiers that are, have you know, been gone for a long time. And then they come and return, and you see their family. You know, I, I need to stop explaining it and just check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we welcome to the swamp the family of Gainesville native Officer Christian Dinkins, who is currently serving in Afghanistan. Like on many Saturdays, the Dinkins family was at the swamp to cheer on their beloved Florida Gator. But this was no ordinary football game. This time, they were invited onto the field for a special message. To my wife, my children, my mother and father, I miss you, I love you and I'll be home soon, I promise. Officer Christian Dankins was stationed in Afghanistan, serving his fifth tour with the United States Army. With tears in their eyes, his children joined their father by doing the infamous Gator Chomp. But little did they know that with the help of the Florida head coach Jim McElwain and Christian's wife, his kids were in for the surprise of their lives. And now, Help us welcome home the Gator, the son, the father, the husband, who has just completed his fifth tour in Afghanistan, Officer Christian Dinkins. Welcome home. The 90,000 fans roared as the family reunited, sharing long-awaited hugs. Christian was overwhelmed with emotion. I mean, this is a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for these children and my family. It was wonderful. His children, clearly in a state of shock, couldn't believe their father was finally home. I couldn't believe what happened. I was like, oh my gosh. I just broke down in tears. Very overwhelming. Like, I, I'm speechless. Like, really. I'm finally glad you're home. Oh my god, this is ridiculous. Be sure to watch Inside Edition. Crazy joy in it. It's just awesome. Have you ever felt that joy like that? Every time I see those videos, it's hard to keep it together. It is hard. I remember for a few times in my life in my, in my life that I experienced a joy like, like that that I can explain. One of the first times is when I got married. You know, seeing my wife, Stacy for the first time coming from that aisle, I'll be honest with you, I couldn't contain that joy. I don't know if I, I, I didn't know if I should laugh, cry, uh, jump, run away. No problem. that would have not been a, that would have not been a good idea, right? I just started to tear up. I can believe that that beauty was marrying me. You know, hey, even uh, we Latinos who claim they are macho men, we know how to, you know, cry. Another time was on the birth of My kids. It was so surreal when I became a dad, and for the moment I saw them for the first time, I just loved them, and they brought so much joy in my in my heart in my life. You remember a time or two that you had joy like that? Joy, what an amazing feeling! But you know what? This joys that we had experienced will never compare to the joy of. Knowing Jesus, having Jesus, and be able to see Jesus again. There in your Bibles, in John 16, 20, verse 22, chapter 16, verse 20 to 22, it says this. Jesus said this, I tell you the truth. You will weep and mourn over what is going to happen to me, but the world will rejoice. You will grieve, but your grief will suddenly turn into wonderful what? Joy. It will be like a woman suffering the pains of labor when her child is born. Her anguish gives way to joy because she has brought a new baby into the world. So you have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you will rejoice and no one can rob you of that joy. You know, I can tell you for sure that I remember holding the hand of my wife while she was in labor pains. And I was just thinking, I'm glad that's not me. (laughs) There was so much joy after the pain. It turned to an amazing joy. It makes me think about Jesus when he, you know, that he suffered so much in this earth. And he went to the cross so that he could give us all who receive him. A new birth. Now that's something to celebrate. To be joyful. You know. To be saved by Jesus. See that Jesus brought joy. Before he was born. Even before he was announced. To Mary that she. That she was pregnant. Jesus brought joy before even that. Remember John the Baptist. The cousin of Jesus. Jesus. See, Luke chapter 1, verse 13 says this. But the angel said, don't be afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayers. Your wife Elizabeth will give you a son, and you are to name him John. You will have great joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. See, John the Baptist was born with the purpose of announcing the coming of Christ Jesus, of baby Jesus. So even before that, before he was announced, uh, th- before the birth of Jesus was announced, he was already bringing joy. John was to bring the good news, the good news of joy that bring hope, talking about Jesus. See, after the message was delivered to Zachariah and Elizabeth, then the birth of Jesus was foretold. Look right there in Luke chapter 1 verse 26. It starts and it says this. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin name was Mary. The angel went to her and, and said, "'Greetings, you you who are highly favored. "'The Lord is with you.' "'Mary was was greatly troubled at these words "'and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. "'But the angel said to her, "'Do not be afraid, Mary. "'You have found favor with God "'and you will receive and give birth to a son, "'and you are to call him Jesus. "'He will be great and will be called "'the Son of the Most High. "'The Lord God will give him the throne "'of his father David.' And he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. You see, Mary received the news, this news of great joy. And like a typical lady, she couldn't keep it as a secret. Uh, You know what I'm talking about. So she had to tell someone. Not just anyone, because... She could have gotten in trouble that she was pregnant before she got married. So she went, packed her stuff, and went to travel to Elizabeth's home to tell her the good news. The joy of the good news. So Mary goes and visits Elizabeth there in verse 41 in Luke. A few days later, Mary hurried to to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered she enter the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord shall visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. John the Baptist in the womb recognized that that he was in the presence of baby Jesus before he was born. And brought joy. So the announcement of Jesus' birth brought joy to all kinds of people. Remember the wise men? The wise men, they were from far, a travel far away. And they were following the star that they knew something was going to happen. And they were following the star. In Matthew chapter 2 verse 9 to 10 it says, And the star they had seen in the, uh, the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with what? Joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary. And they bowed down and worshipped him. They opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, fragrances, and myrrh. See, they were traveling far, far away. And they came rejoicing at seeing Jesus. And they stopped and gave baby Jesus their best with joy. I don't know you all, but if I go to a conference or or go on vacation and I'm uh, away from my bed a week, I'm ready to get home to my own bed and chill. You know, because I don't want to go visit anybody. I don't want to have a party. I just want to lay in my bed. But this wise men, they travel so far and they give Jesus their best with joy. See, the news of Jesus also brought joy to the shepherds. Jesus was not born in a castle or in a wealthy home. Jesus was not announced to kings and queens. He was announced to the least people of that time, the shepherds. The shepherds were known because they were stinky and dirty. And they had a, the worst job that, that one could ever wanted at that time. And I can tell you pretty much for sure that they were not having a joyful time keeping the sheep in the cold or tired or hungry. I know for sure that being hungry doesn't make me joyful. No. But then something amazing happened. Luke chapter 2 says that the night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surround them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognize him by this sign. You've you will find baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lay in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, "Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth of those who, whom, whom God is pleased." I don't know you guys, but when I read this verses, it just makes me excited and happy because I'm not. Uh, because the reality is that. I don't deserve anything. We don't deserve anything. But God in His love for us sent His Son Jesus to us so that through Him we will experience the joy of being saved by Him. You know, Ephesians chapter 2a says, For it is by grace you have been saved Through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift from God. See the gift Jesus brought. Brings joy to all people. After a while. You know Mary and Joseph. uh, They. The baby was born. and, And they came and presented baby Jesus in the temple. And there was a guy there that was. Waiting and waiting for the Messiah. Let's look over there in, 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 uh, in Luke chapter 2. At that time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous and devout, and he was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit was upon him and, and had revealed to him that he will not die until he had seen the Lord Messiah. That day the Spirit led him to the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby, Jesus took Jesus to the Lord as, he law, as the law required. Simeon was there. And he took the child in his arms and praised God saying, Sovereign Lord. This is just amazing what he said. Just listen to this. Sovereign Lord, now let your servant die in peace as you have promised. I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He is alive to reveal God to the nations, and he is the glory of your people Israel. Jesus' parents were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them, and he said to Mary, the baby's mother, This child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall, but he will be a joy to many others. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. You know, we know the rest of the story. But what we know for sure is that up to today, Jesus is still being being opposed by people. People are opposing the Savior, the Messiah. Every day, people continue to oppose Jesus. But it doesn't matter. You know why? Because you and I know as followers of Jesus Christ that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Have you remember a time where your, your, your kids brought you joy? Probably way, way a long time ago. No, I'm just kidding. But you know, Jesus brings joy to his Father in heaven too. There in Matthew chapter three sixteen it says this. As Jesus came up of, of the water after his baptism, he, the heavens were open, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and settling on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. See, Jesus, before his birth, during his life, and not his death brought joy to all people, all kinds of people, all kinds of walks. And he has not come yet, and we are joyfully waiting for his arrival, for his return. Last week, I had a chance to surprise my wife with a visit of her best friend. They haven't seen each other since like May. And when they saw each other, and that's a long time for the, those ladies. I can tell you that. When they saw each other, they, their eyes just lit up. Their emotions were all hyped up. Stacey was not expecting it. But instead of explaining it to you, just look at the screen. That's her friend Sarah. And you can tell that she's excited. See, (laughs) what caught my attention is that big embrace that those two friends gave to each other. It made me think about something. It made me think about what will be our reaction if we see Jesus again. It made me think how will we react as, as his children on his return. Will we be sad because there were many other things that we wanted to accomplish before his return? Or will we be rejoicing because because you've done everything that Jesus told you to do? Will it make us sad because we wasted our time on other things? Or it will make us rejoice because we did everything that he asked us? I think that for all of us believers, Jesus' return should always keep us on our toes. Wondering every morning, would it be today, Jesus, that you are coming back? And we as believers, we are to be filled with joy because of his return. Look at there in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God that you need uh, what you need and, think, and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and what is honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learn and, uh, and receive from me. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. Think of, uh, of such things. Charles Spurgeon, uh, a preacher and a a writer and a teacher, he was talking to his class the importance of making facial expressions harmonize with the speech. And he said this, when you speak of heaven, he said, let your face light up. Let it be radiant with the heavenly glim of joy. Let your eyes shine and reflect The glory of God. But when you speak of hell, well, your normal face will do. (laughs) Is the name Isaac Watts familiar to you? Even if you don't know the name, I can almost guarantee you that you have sung some of of his songs that he wrote. In fact, he composed one of our most popular Christmas carols. Joy to the world. Remember that song? You're probably already singing the song in your head. So you know that according to the song, the reason the world can have joy is because the Lord has come. It is not because, because the presence has come. It's not because, it's not because uh, the, the family has come. It's not because Santa Claus has come. It's because Jesus has come. And there's, the reason that we experience joy is all because Jesus has come and will return, return to bring joy. The joy of no more pain. The joy of no more tears, but happy tears. The joy of eternity with the Father. The joy of being in His presence forever. And as He's waiting And waiting for you to experience joy, the only joy that He can only give. Jesus reminds us in John 10:10, I have come so that you have life and have it abundantly. Abundantly means lacking anything, lacking nothing. And the only thing that you need to do to receive that joy, to have that joy, is what the bible tells us in Romans 10:9 if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is lord you will be saved